Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Deliberations with Sonia. In case you were wondering, I'm Sonia. <laughs> um, anyway, I wanted to um, make sure that today I was able to um, go live, although I thought it would be better if I were to um, tape it because I didn't want to have to spend a couple of days taking out my ums. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to stop doing the um. However, what we're going to talk about today, the topic for today, and my podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio and all those other ones. I don't know. Anyway, I want to talk about today chickens coming home to Trump and America. Now, you may be wondering why I picked um, the title Chickens Coming Home to Root. And I really picked it because I've been watching, as all of America has all of the news coverage surrounding all of these various um, cases and, and, and legal troubles. And I have really been offended by the news giving deference to Trump is running for office and they're gonna uh, violate his campaign and he's running for office. And this is a, a kind of situation where he could have his civil rights violated. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yes, I am. Um, and I also want to give a disclaimer today because this topic is going to be something because it means so much to me. And so this topic is going to create moments where I might cuss, but I'm not cuss, cuss. I mean, I might just say a little word or two. And I like to give that disclaimer because, you know, I try to be as professional as I can be. However, way back when this person ran for office, It just took the wind out of my sails for what is expected of an American, for what is expected for my country. My country, tis of thee. I'm a veteran. Pull it back. I'm an Air Force disabled veteran from Desert Storm. My sister, God rest her soul, she's a veteran of the Army. She was over in Europe. My um, brother was in the Marine Corps. He was in the first iteration of the Middle East during the bombing 
of the Marine Corps base over in Libya. My dad and his two brothers, my uncles, were in World War II. They served all four years, starting in the segregated army. Segregated. They were overseas, giving their lives. And me and my cousins probably wouldn't even be born. But for the grace of God, for these beautiful Black American men fighting four years and surviving. And towards the end of the war, they integrated. Okay, the army, so I need to add that caveat. This program is somewhat historical because I do not report on fake news. I consider myself with deliberations with Sonia as a sort of narrator. I want to expose everyone to facts that they may have forgot or people like DeSantis, DeSantis, whatever his name is, want you to forget. But when you tune into Deliberations with Sonya, you're not going to forget because I'm going to have a call to action and we need to do something. But let me go back to my uncles and my dad and their survival of World War II. And let me add that after those black soldiers, like my dad, came home from World War II, and then my dad, he worked in the Tennessee Valley Authority and all of that, and he left Alabama with my uncles who also left Alabama and came to Cleveland, Ohio, and um, Johnstown, Pennsylvania, and they did not... I repeat, did not get the benefit of the GI Bill so that they could buy a house. But if they would have got the GI Bill to buy a house, they would have been redlined, i.e. the banks would have made sure that they stayed in neighborhoods because they were being discriminated against. I say all this because I just like to remind America, okay? Because I said Trump and America. Like to remind America of its lack of protections. I mean, you know, everyone, oh, the red, white, and blue, the red, white, and blue. We got to protect our soldiers. Thank you for your service. I guess in case you black. Because for the past years since Trump has been elected. I've never been more offended. Offended by the others in the United States of America who somehow would like to give oh, I voted for Trump because not voted for Trump because you're a racist. You voted for Trump because you need to read. You need to get you an education. You need to fix.
figure out why you are so afraid of minorities. Because real talk, Trump was created as a political candidate, okay? Because let me take away from him and his money, his daddy stole. I'm sure they stole it because he's a crook. He's a grifter and grifters, grif, grifter, grifters. <laughs> Try to say that from God, man. <laughs> anyway, um, the issue is this. As an African-American woman and Native American heritage and my dad's dad was a sharecropper in Alabama. And then their land was stolen. And we ain't getting no 40 acres and no fucking mule. We ain't even get the GI Bill money. Hell. And then people, oh, y'all can pull up yourself. The Santa's and I came here. Fool, you came here. Your family came here in 1900 and something from Italy. You was already white and clearly you're not even interested in your Italian heritage and the racism that was put on many Italians, especially the ones from Southern Italy in Sicily, who in summer months would get just as black as some black people and were getting called the N-word by white Americans as well and being discriminated against by the Irish and being discriminated against by some of the Eastern European churches who would not do mass in Italian. But I think the Santitas is the kind of Italian they, you know, he didn't he go to one of them. Mm -mm. I don't think he did. And if he did, he doesn't respect the struggle. He doesn't respect his ancestors. But I tell you what, as long as these white men keep attacking my people, I mean, you know, anybody know me. I'm not no racist person. I don't have a racist bone in my body. However, what you're not going to do is degrade my heritage. You're not going to degrade my belief. You're not going to degrade what I do hold dear. And what I used to hold, sacrosanct, which is... United States of America, considering me and over half of my family have, oh, and my sons and Air Force and that's all kind of crazy. Put out for this bullshit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If, if you're going to disrespect a race of people, and I'm going to say, the Christian coalition, you do not exist. You don't exist. How could you possibly exist? I dare say the only real Christians I know are black Christians in America. 
Well, someone's too. I'm sorry. I'm not going to blame everybody. However, you know, because black people will pray. We pray through civil rights. We pray through dogs biting. We pray because we, and as we walked through Montgomery, we pray when the dogs bit. We pray when you blew up the little girls at the school. We pray through rapes. Numerous and numerous and numerous of rapes. We pray when um we couldn't vote. We prayed when we didn't get the 40 acres in the move. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed when they kill Malcolm X. We prayed when they kill Martin Luther King. We prayed when they go to jail. We prayed when the drugs was infiltrating our community and nobody did anything about it. We prayed, we prayed, we've been praying a little too long. <laughs> now is the time for us to do something. Anyway, I'm going to go to slide two because I'm getting a little off topic. Now, slide two shows something that was new to me. I mean, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't know it was this me. Um, this, this, this person... Who everybody want to get the benefit of the doubt to because of his legal issues and act like he's not the grifter that he is the grifter of grifters. This person, as reported in USA Today, had. USA Today Network journalists identified about 3,500 state and federal court cases involving Donald Trump. And the more, um, more than 500 companies in regards to these cases. He's had 150 bankruptcy filings. Who does that? Oh, he does that. Oh, yeah, but um, fellow Caucasian Americans, they're coming after you. They're coming after you because cause they're coming after me, and I'm just like you. No, you're not. You put it in a slave context for y'all. He's like Massa. And you're like a little overseer or something. I don't know. But you're certainly not like him. And he's taking advantage of you just like Massa took advantage of them overseers. You know, because they always want to tell you, the blacks, the blacks, they're going to come and get you. And you just, ooh, let's do some. It's the same caste system way of doing things. You're operating against your own best interest. And Trump, he's so successful. No, he's not. He's a crook. And make it so bad, like I said way back when. He is playing a game. This, this is like 
the apprentice of fun. But it's not the apprentice when, 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 when people are getting killed, people are losing their lives. Let me click on this next slide. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Let me, oh, I ain't got time to go through all these cases. Look at this. Trump University. Let's talk about that. A fake school, and he got sued by the government and the VA because he was was taking veterans' GI Bill money. I mean, this dude, come on, he, the girl was just the girl. Okay, don't be an idiot. Anyway, I'll click on my next slide. So, this is what matters to me. Okay, I think CNN needs to report some of this stuff. Okay, because Trump's racist acts have been going on before and after the election. Housing discrimination cases in 1973, we all heard about them. The Central Park Jogger case. I don't even. And, and see, these things didn't even like that. Didn't even have anything to do with them. You just hate no black people because what is popular in your little golf course world? David Duke support. Mm. America in 1991. Y'all, y'all know this stuff. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let, let, let me tell you something that. I miss. I miss politicians that kept their damn personal proclivities to their damn self. Okay. Because Barack Obama's presidency? Do y'all even remember when this man was like, where's your report card from Harvard? A fucking idiot, I swear. I think he's like, you know, and I mean idiot. I don't mean like, you know, I'm just saying he idiot. I mean, I'm just saying there's a scale of idiocy, right? And he's on it. I'm not saying that to be um oops. I'm not saying that to be nasty. I just believe that he is a few decks short. It's clearly not smart. And I mean, people can say, oh, so you say cuss words, so that shows that you don't have a large vocabulary. I got a huge ass vocabulary. But I don't have to use it in regular everyday speak. What do they call it? Code switching or something? I'm in court. I'm in business, and then I'm at the club, okay? is <laughs> an idiot. Every day, all day. With all that money, he don't even have enough common sense to eat decent food. Or enough common sense. Anyway, I digress. Ooh, 
Okay. So, as I said, Barack Obama and Michelle created Trump. And until we take a deep dive look, and until America dissects the significance of white privilege, white privilege, psychological ramifications. I dare say we'll be here again. I mean, this photo that I have here, for those of you that will be hearing this on the audio version podcast, um, it's a picture of Trump in the Oval Office with a lot of Black female and male ministers um, and some couple of white ones too. And they're all like got his hands on his shoulder and they're praying. I wonder how much each of them got for that. And if they didn't get anything, then they're a little, hmm. And I don't care who they are. I don't. If you find any of them or you know any of them, call me and they can get on deliberations with Sonya because I'd be damned if I let myself be called a black, drunk black. He got these pickaninnies out there holding up these signs. I gotta stop. Anyway, I love doing this podcast because I mean, it's just, you know, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be real. <laughs> I tried to keep it in the middle of the road. <laughs> Rev. <laughs> you know, but. Mm. You got to have a passion for something. You know what I'm saying? You you got to have a ability to just say no. I mean, was two snaps from putting up on my social media for people to give a dollar to Will Hurd and the other guy from South Carolina. And then I watched them both backtrack. Um, anything that made sense. I, I just did not. Sometimes when these people start speaking, I think I'd be like narking out because I'm like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, I couldn't be a reporter because I'd be like, they'd be like, we ain't removing you with security. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, but they both were like, oh, well, you know, uh, the ex-president, blah, blah, blah. Of the mega Republicans, they're racist. What are you gonna do with that? I'm interested to know why are these candidates courting the neo slash 
Charlottesville type. The ones who go and shoot up FBI offices. The ones who go and shoot up military um, installations. The ones who say that the FBI is corrupt. The ones who say that the police are corrupt. Everything is corrupt. No, Donald Trump is corrupt. And you ridiculous people are doing his bidding. So I need to go back to the other side. Let me go back to the click, 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 click. 3,500 cases. This man don't have no integrity. He's a crook. He been a crook. He is a crook. He almost 80 years old. He been a crook for 70, 60 years. And I can say that because his dad had money. So he was taught to be a crook in the cradle. But yet, as African-Americans, we're supposed to sit here and just smile and pray. No. The call to action for where we are today is in every state in the United States where these pandering politicians are sycophants. Coalitions of people, black, white, brown, LGBTQ, whatever the situation is, abortion rights, whatever, it's so much. You can't cover it all. You can't cover it all. Everybody needs to go to these senators and these congressmen's offices locally. Forget, oh, you know, I just was watching something today. And Reverend Al, and I ain't gonna hate on Reverend Al, because you know he do the best he can. But Reverend Al said, um, we're gonna march on Washington on August 26th. Let me tell you something. I'd be damned if I go out in that sun standing out on the reflecting pool in a thing that to me just look like a big ass cookout. Okay, I am not singing no more Negro spirituals. I'm not waiting to overcome. If you want to charge some buses and get people to these congressmen and senators' office, not at me, okay? But I am not singing no we shall ever time. I'm not going to the reflecting pool. I don't want to hear all these people talk about, you know, these billionaires and these millionaires and these people with all this money who ain't doing ish with it to help the community. contemplated moving out the country once because I was just so hurt but as I you never just dig deeper into who I am who my family is and 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 the sacrifices that we have made <laughs> ain't nobody let me tell you something <laughs> The sense you can roll your boat right on back over to Palermo, wherever the hell your family from. Okay, move it. 
going back to Italy, okay? Because my family, my blood been here since the 1600s, okay? And, and my native blood been here forever. So what's not going to happen is, no, I ain't moving nowhere. I live right here in America where I got the benefit of my GI Bill, but I still owe the student loan. But my family ain't getting no 40 inches, 40 acres in the mule. Imagine if my dad had got his GI Bill or the home loan that the black soldiers were cut out of purposefully. Purposefully. Some of these veterans, black soldiers, were given $37 a month in a pension. But see, you get the white soldiers, the GI Bill. Now, this is where, you know, I smack somebody about this bootstrap stuff, okay? You have something because your daddy had something to give you. Your parents moved out to the suburbs, were able to buy a home, therefore creating equity, therefore creating savings, therefore creating something that you could leverage to start a business, to go to college, to get a home. Whereas my daddy went to World War II, got three bronze stars, and I saw the injuries to prove it. World War II, would you, you know, wasn't that, oh, I'm going back to America. I got her now, now, put a band-aid on it, and you must get back up there and get them Japanese, okay? And if people think that I'm not mad, that I hear people say stuff like, oh, well, but, you know, you just make something of yourself. What the fuck are... I'm sorry. Oh, my God. They ain't going to let my podcast run. At every step along the way, somebody in this America has put their foot on the neck of black people. And 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 I get so I guess my mom would say indignant when being indignant with me. <laughs> because I just, I just, I would like for the BS to stop. I just want it to stop. If we can have a real conversation about real things, what are we doing? Started deliberations with Sonia because you know sometimes I get tired of talking to myself. People are like watching Netflix and they doing other stuff and they're going to sporting events and the whole damn country is falling apart around us. I just believe that we owe it to our children to try to fix this mess. 
It's not going to stop. These people are literally like, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Many. I dare say, dang near all of those people that are at those caucuses are extremely educated people. Don't let the BS fool you. Those are educated people. They know better. They know better. But they don't care. Because to them, it's just us against them. They mad at Barack and Michelle and the babies. Eight years. <laughs> Eight years. And they just the most unblemished president and first lady in America. History. And I believe that that just galled the mess out of some people. And so let's get past the fact. Why, why are we concerned about Trump? Hopefully, with any luck, he'll be in jail. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, Secret Service can't go to jail, so he ain't gonna probably be in jail. They're gonna, what? Oh, you gotta stay in my house for the rest of your life. Uh, he planned on doing that anyway. You see what I'm saying? Like, the whole thing is just rigged against us, not him. We should be out here on the road just rigged. However, I digress. I'm about to wrap this up. But like I said, I'm not trying to sing no more Negro spirituals. I'm not trying to, who we going to overcome. I'm praying about that. You know what I'm saying? I pray about my health. I pray about my mom. I pray about my family. But I'm not praying for America. Mm, no. I'm not marching. I'm not dealing with nobody's campaign, none of that stuff, okay? Because if you're a black politician or you're a white politician and you're sitting there and you're not doing what them people did in Tennessee, okay? So if you want to head down, get some buses, go have sit-ins at these people's congressional offices, at Marjorie Taylor Greene's office, make sure you I ain't even gonna say Secret Service be knocking on my door, but anyway. <laughs> Just think about this. These people, they make the whole racist dude back in Alabama in the 60s look like character and if you continue to allow people to chart the course of your life chart the course of your history rewrite your history 
And what do you think you're going to get? You know? Just like the poem I read last week. Some of these people, they taking history and they spinning it backwards. I don't know about you, but I got equity. <laughs> I got equity in this country, okay? <laughs> so, I got equity. I got some unpaid debt. Because I got student loans with the wise zoo. And as far as I'm concerned, them are reparations. You gonna tell me the Japanese any better than us? They was in internment camps and they got a check. Anyway, the liberations with Sonia seek to inform, educate, and entertain. Oops, the people ask questions. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So I just want you to deliberate on that a little bit. Just think about it. Instead of going to march on Washington on the 26th, why don't everybody stay in their state and go to these Republican senators and racist Congress people office as it is your taxpayer right to do, you pay taxes in the state, they're your congressperson, even if you didn't vote for them, and you go and you disrupt. Sit in their office. Ask them why some of these policies, ask them why they're supporting someone who is a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace. The White House was built on the back of black who literally brick by brick built that. And yet, even with that history, we still give reverence to that. That which could give a shit less about a. All right. I'll probably edit this for the podcast. However, send me a question. Let me know if anybody is interested in having some bus rides some senators' houses. I mean, Ohio, well, we got J.D. Vance. What? Where his office at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need to just ride out. Secret Service ain't nobody doing nothing. No J.D. Vance. Nobody care. Okay? He's just a carpetbagger anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, the point is, we're not going to we shall overcome ourselves out of this. <laughs> I'm not laughing about it, but I'm just tired of it. I just want 
our people to maintain our place in the history of these United States. I want us to make sure that we don't take any wooden nickels in relation to the things that we see. I want us as a people to have more passion. I want us to take more ownership. I want us to make sure that we keep letting America know that we got equity in this country and they don't want us to start taking out second mortgages on this bitch. <laughs> this has been Deliberations with Sonia. Hit me up. Go to my website, Queen Crusader. I am the queen crusader. Even if I'm just riding on my little Trojan horse by myself. <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, go to my YouTube or my Facebook or queencrusader.com. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure that you send questions so that we can have our next episode, which will air on Tuesday. I'm going to be doing lives Tuesdays. And then after the episode, the program is going to be transferred to audio and put out on the podcast so podcast listeners i got you go to my website and leave questions and then i can answer them if you have any topics that you would like to discuss then we can discuss them i have so much stuff i want to discuss but then you know <laughs> this world we live in today <laughs> you know i mean last week <laughs> We got Wakanda forever and Montgomery at the pier. This week, we got this man hating on um Fanny from, I don't remember her name, the prosecutor in Georgia. You know, I mean, we, we just sit idly by and let these things happen. You know what I mean? Even if we can't do anything, we need to verbally, we need to use every method and mean we can to support our brothers and sisters, the ones that are on the front line fighting, if we're not on the front line fighting ourselves. This has been Deliberations with Sonia. You are kicking it with the Queen Crusader. Don't take no with nickels. Know that this country owes us unpaid invoices. And we are not going to be sitting around while the next white politician tell us, uh, well, you got <laughs> Can't even say. Have a good night, everybody. This has been Deliberations with Sonia Ogletree. You have a good night. And as I said, do something to benefit your community. Good night.